Is there love for Pink Friday too, the sequel? Oh, absolutely. She is here. <laughs> this is a businesswoman on her way to sign a multi-million dollar deal. She's not playing yes. around. Don't block her way into the subway because she will hit you. If if you do, mm-hmm. she's going to hit you with her purse because she's that elegant. And I think that that's so different compared to Nikki's other sense and everything else being so sweet from Nikki. This is straight floral, straight elegancy. Oh, I love that. It's like a power floral, I guess. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Do you have a business women's special? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to Scent World, a show that explores the power of expressing yourself through scent. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Scent World. I'm Marian Machescu, and I'm here with Paul Fino. You may know him on TikTok as Paul Reacts. I know him as my fragrance bestie. Hi, Paul. Welcome. I'm so excited to talk to you. Hi. Thank you so much for having me on today. You started out on TikTok during the pandemic when we were all home by ourselves, and you've grown your audience to 1.4 million followers. That is so impressive. So my friend texted me, Miss Girl, what's the secret to keeping your house smelling amazing? So this is the body oil that Beyonce uses. And guess what, bitch? I got it! Does anyone remember when the Victoria's Secret body sprays were shaped like this? So this is the perfume primer that's supposed to make your perfume last over 24 hours. And guess what, bitch? I got it! So why is that made a new black opium cherry perfume? And guess what, bitch? I got it! Get ready me while I tell you my favorite Bath & Body Works body mist of 2023. So they're making a perfume that smells like Fabuloso. And guess what, bitch? I got it. Yeah, and I think the thing that people really love about you, aside from your magnetic personality, I feel like when we started talking, I felt like I knew you immediately, but you really help people find different kinds of fragrances across the board, whether it's an affordable fragrance or an unexpected one that they've never heard of, or I guess we can get into it later on, but certain fragrances that you've had to send yourself from New Zealand. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, definitely, definitely. And we know that fragrance can kind of be expensive and sometimes maybe it shouldn't be. And I love that we decided to go into it today thinking about affordable fragrances. And I'm really excited to explore great fragrances today that don't break the bank. Yes, exactly. And um, that's kind of all what I'm about, especially on my content and my page on TikTok. Um, I love to focus on affordable fragrances that are easily accessible that, um, you know, all of my followers could buy not a percentage of my followers. So let's get into it, Paul. We have some of our all-time favorites here. We're going to start with your own creation, which I can't wait to smell with you. And I love that we get to experience this together. That's the magic of scent, right? We have our fragrances here and we get to experience them in different cities. Yes. So let's get into it. Miss Girl by Paul and Okcha. Yes. This, um, this was a fragrance that I wanted to put together for a really long time, um, I would mix Baccarat and Lost Cherry together almost oh every day. And it was kind of like a signature scent for me at one point, but the price was absolutely ridiculous. I mean, everyone yeah. <laughs> knows the price of the two. Um, so I I really wanted to create something that would pay homage to those two scents plus my own personal touch. So I wanted to add a little bit of caramel, a little bit of vanilla inside of there. I wanted the cherry to be a little more of a sweet cherry versus a smoky, dark cherry. Um, Mm -hmm. And I also wanted the cherry note to stand out the most because for me, in most cherry fragrances, the cherry note dies pretty quick. So I really wanted, um, I really wanted a strong cherry with a little bit of saffron, a little bit of vanilla, a little creamy. Oh my goodness. It's beautiful. I smell that cherry right away. Like as soon as I sprayed it, like that is the prominent note, but I'm smelling a little bit of the caramel, some expensive saffron. It's beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. This is my baby. Like I nurtured her and she is here today and I love her so much. <laughs> we love her. What was your reaction? Did they approach you to create this fragrance? I actually approached them as a joke. So No way. <laughs> yeah, it was a joke. I um so I basically messaged them one day out of the blue and I was like it would be really fun to create a fragrance with you guys one day. And I was really close with them as it was because you know they would send me some fragrances to try out and um I became really close with the owner of the brand, which was like, "Oh my god, that's so fun." That's um, cool. 
someone took me serious. I said that. And someone was like, yeah, let's do it. And I'm like, do you know what y'all just said? <laughs> do, you like, <laughs> do y'all agree to that? Are you sure? So um, once, you know, it kind of came to people, you know, to people were like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, okay, yeah, I want to do this. Um, so I initially reached out to them to create the scent, but they reached back out to me being like, let's actually do this. Like, instead of like a joke, they were like, oh, we'll actually want to take this serious. That's amazing. What was your reaction when they gave you the green light? <laughs> I cried. <laughs> I, um, you know, love in fragrances so much. I think everyone, anyone who really loves a fragrance could kind of only just dream and imagine to have their own. Um, mm-hmm. And it's more of like a dream than it is something that like reality, I guess you could say, because, you know, it's so it's kind of unrealistic in a way to like dream of having like your own fragrance. But I'm I'm I mean, I'm very grateful. I'm so grateful. And the success has been it's been out of this world. Um, so grateful for so many friends and so many people who supported, bought, purchased um and yeah it all it all added up to you know the success it is today huge congratulations let's move on to your other favorite affordable fragrance or your favorite few we have champagne toast by bath and body works bath and body works as a child of the 90s holds such a special place in my heart so i'm really thrilled that you picked this one. Oh my god champagne toast one of my ultimate favorites this is just it's citrus it's clean it's so sweet and so juicy Oh my God. It's literally mouth watering. And it just takes it's me back so to good. like, it takes me back to like 2016. Oh my God. It's like time traveling. Um, there's notes oh of gosh. bubbly champagne, sparkling berries and juicy tangerine. I think you really get a tangerine note inside of here. That is so, so beautiful. I smell the tangerine. I have the body cream here because we're going to lay it on all over and yes. I smell the tangerine, but you smell that like bubbly effervescent note as soon as you put it on second you put it on i um yeah this will always kind of remain a staple inside of my perfume collection i have the body spray and the oudi parfum because you gotta have both you have to have both you a champagne do. toast um but yeah this is such a classic scent um this was released in 2016 it's crazy because this is not one of their older scents this is you know relatively new within like the last 10 years but it's such a staple for bath and body works and it's like relatively new compared to like japanese cherry blossom warm vanilla sugar those are like classics that's been here for over two decades um yeah but this one definitely did a thing this is like a new classic and it feels very 2016 to me like everybody was wearing their anastasia dip brow pomade and i smelled like this and i wore (laughs) like body shimmer not glitter mind you but this is beautiful and then there's something like a little bit nostalgic not even even in the 2016 sense but like as you were saying it was released more recently than some of the older classics but like it almost reminds me of Victoria's Secret Love Spell in a way, <gasps> if that makes any sense at all. Okay, that's <laughs> you're the first person to say that, but I'm kind of like I could like not know, right? It's no, like now that you say it, you're the first person I've ever heard to like <laughs> compare it to. And now that you say it, I'm like I'm like, okay, are you on yeah. something? <laughs> I feel like it's that that tangerine or that citrus note that you were talking about that yeah. really reminds me of it. I love that so much. You're so right about that. I love it. Okay, so your next scent, a very unexpected one, Hawaiian Aloha by Febreze. Ooh, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. This, honey, I am a Febreze girly to the core. I've been using Febreze. I don't even know if I was like five years old by the time I had like my own Febreze bottle inside of my room. Um, This particular scent, Hawaiian Aloha, has – this has probably been my most purchased Febreze bottle ever, including my mom's as well. My mom is a massive, massive fan of Febreze, especially this scent. Um, So we went to Hawaii in 2006, me, my mom, and my brother – oh, and my dad. My mom fell in love with it so much. So when she used this Febreze, it kind of like reminded her of Hawaii. So we just always kept this in the house. I love that. Oh, my God. I, I'm i hoping Febreze makes perfumes one day. They need to dabble into that market. 
I feel like some of their scents are so good and it's hard to believe that, okay, I'm spraying this in the air. It's a household item, but she has pizzazz. She has rain. She takes you to Hawaii in two seconds. Yes, yes <laughs> seriously. Um, I feel like Febreze is so, so iconic for a reason and um, they're a massive part of my fragrance journey and falling in love with fragrance. I don't think people align the two because it's like home fragrance and then body and self-care fragrance, but I align mm-hmm. the two so much because um, this has a lot of scent memory to it. And I think that that's a really important part of fragrance is the memory behind it. So, yeah. It is. Memory is a huge part of scent. And would you say that maybe that encounter with Febreze when you were, what, five would have been one of your first experiences with exploring scent? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. It's like um, smelling something that you like for the first time. And like, I don't know, it's I I would definitely say I was so young and it definitely opened my eyes to scent and fragrance. And my mom uh, in particular, my mom, just like Mona said, uh, my mom's a really simple woman. She, she doesn't wear perfume too much. She wears very light, minimal makeup. She's very, um, very put together, but very Mm -hmm. like simple, easy going, not too much. And that's it. Um, my mom doesn't really like fragrances as much as me and I love fragrances, (laughs) but for instance, Febreze was like one of the only household items because we wasn't allowed to burn candles in my house back in the day because my mom would get like headaches. But for instance, Febreze was always around because it just, it just worked. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It just worked. Um, So yeah, I think that there's a lot of, a lot of memories that come with it. I love that. And can I say like, don't sleep on Febreze. It has saved me so many times when I've been like riding in a smelly car or I got out of a Pilates class and I just have to spray my outfit down and get out of there. Like do not sleep on Febreze's range and the composition. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Well, awesome. Why don't we move on to vacation by vacation? This is one of my favorites too. Oh my God. I love, love this one so much. Um, The brand vacation their sunscreen is amazing first it's so, so good i i fell in love with the scent of the sunscreen forever ago um having the actual perfume is like mm-hmm. oh my gosh i smell like coconut beachy just beachy vibes yes that's whiff. exactly like that's exactly what i get i get like a salt water coconut beach mm-hmm. white floral um like sunshine. I know I've, I've been saying this a lot recently, but there's certain fragrances that I could almost get like a sunshine feel from. And I feel like this smells like sunshine to me. I don't know. Like it it's a radiant, it's like a radiant scent. Um, Easily one of my favorites. I think I've took this on like every vacation I've ever been on. Like I, I took this with me like four different places last year. Um, So such a great scent. It's such an easy daytime scent. Soon as you like wake up, mm-hmm. you know, get it on, put it on. It's good. We're on vacation. That's it. I love this. Oh, so good. And I feel like you, you know, it's inspired by the sunscreen, which they have marketed as the world's best selling or best smelling sunscreen. I fully agree with that. It is one of the world's best smelling sunscreens. But I feel like, you know, nostalgia is such a huge part of my own scent memory in particular. And that copper tone scent that you would get in the summer after being at the pool all day, yes. it has a little bit of that, but it's just so beautiful and elevated. And like, yeah, she wears sunscreen, but it's expensive and she's in Saint-Tropez, honey. Exactly. Exactly. And it's almost like I I smell this and I get like, do you remember having like pool days when we were younger? Mm-hmm. I kind of smell that too, like that exact memory. It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Oh my gosh. Yes. Next thing you need is like potato chips on a sandwich and you're set. Exactly. Cool oh, exactly. Love that. So the next affordable fragrance we have is Florist by Ellis Brooklyn. I love this one. It's a very it just feels like you it feels like you're walking into a flower shop. Um, I actually never tried this one before. Oh. Oh my gosh, so, so I'm introducing you to one. Yes, you're introducing me to one. I'm excited. I love the bottle. I've heard so much about this brand, but I've yet to give this one a good try yet. 
Yes, I love this brand, Ellis Brooklyn. My friend B. Chang Shapiro, we worked together years and years ago when I was a baby beauty editor at InStyle. She's such a talented writer. She eventually launched her own fragrance company, which is Ellis Brooklyn. It's named after her daughter. They live in Brooklyn. It's such a beautiful story. All of her fragrances are beautiful. Like I feel like vanilla milk you would love. Certain ones like Myth get a lot of press. But Florist to me is a sleeper hit. Like every time I wear it, I wore it in a cab and the cab driver was like, what is that? I need to buy this for my wife. It's such a beautiful set. And I like wrote it in his notes app so that he could give it to her for Valentine's Day. It is appropriately such a beautiful bouquet. It feels like you're walking into a flower shop in full bloom. Oh, no, actually, I totally get that. It's so, um, well, of course, it's extremely floral, but it's fresh. And what florals would you say are inside of here? Because I'm picking up, I'm not, I don't know if I'm picking up white floral, which is usually like the first thing I'm able to pick up. I am smelling some peony. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's rose, but it's not like the beat you over the head, grandma rose. I just love it. It just feels like lush is the word that comes to mind whenever I smell it. Yeah, no, it literally smells like- beautifully. It literally smells like I just bought like fresh flowers and they just got like freshly cut and like I'm walking mm-hmm. home on like a cold rainy day. That's exactly what this smells like and I love that oh, so much. I love that visual and it layers beautifully because I mean I love a gourmand moment. I'm very floral. I'm very gourmand. So I actually like to layer this with the vanilla milk scent that Ellis Brooklyn creates as well. Oh, I definitely have to give that a try. Yeah. I feel like since you're like – the king of layering, right? You were the one that layered the fragrances to create Miss Girl. So Yeah, I I love layering. I feel like layering gives you um, a whole second dimension to your fragrance and allows you to create a whole new game with it because as you know, a fragrance lover, you put on one fragrance, yes, you smell amazing. But if you want to make yourself smell complex, different, unique, mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta layer a few. I know. Um, speaking of Mona, again, I remember she made a video talking about how she layers up to 20 perfumes at a time. Oh and I'm gosh, like, yes, I'm like, okay, queen, go <laughs> off. I, um, I usually stick between like three to four. If I'm feeling real crazy, I'll do like five different fragrances layered together. Um, nice. but I usually find it being like all vanilla fragrances. I'll layer like four different vanilla fragrances together to create like this vanilla bubble around me, which I love so oh much. God. It's like so good. Um, but yeah, layering fragrances, it totally takes you to another world. It allows you to experiment and explore fragrances that actually make them so different and give you such a unique mm-hmm. profile. And it's actually quite couture, right? Like you're yeah. creating your own thing and nobody else has it, but you know the exact science of which to layer them. Exactly, exactly. And it goes so much more than, you know, spraying one perfume and then spraying the other. I know some people will be like, I'm going to do four sprays of this and then uh, seven sprays of this. And that's going to be my scent combo of the day. And that's, you know, this Mm -hmm. is the scent. So it's like it could get really exact, which is really nice, too. Oh, yeah. So our next affordable fragrance, I don't know if you have this set in front of you, Paul. Our Slide Fragrances sent over their Discovery Kit, and they are an amazing, amazing black-owned brand out of New York. And my favorite, of course, I mean, I'm a cancer. I'm nostalgic. My favorite of theirs is Nostalgia. Okay, let me try this one. I'm actually really excited. All of the fragrances are good, mind you. Like, I love all of them. They layer beautifully, as we were talking about. I love Kata Burke-Williams, who is the founder. She has each of these fragrances. They're inspired by dreams. So this is like, it's like a warm (sighs) hug from like, I don't know, the nicest person you've ever met with a little bit of citrus for like sunshine. Yes. No, this is sunshine and citrus. This is it, it's crazy. This is called nostalgia because it literally smells mm-hmm. nostalgic. That's that's really crazy. Right? I really Oh my god. Yeah. I'm like, hello. It's so good. And the other fragrances are beautiful too. They layer really nicely together. But this one, I just I'm not even kidding, Paul. I had this bottle and I ran through the whole thing in a month, the full size. Oh my God. I love that so I'm doing much. Spray and walk through. I'm putting it in my hair. It's such a beautiful scent. Oh no, this um Oh my God. This is like, is there a grapefruit note inside of here? I don't I know. I think so. I'm smelling grapefruit or some kind of citrus. The citrus note is so, so beautiful on that. I actually really, really enjoy this. I 
think I'm going to have to buy a full size. I'm like, okay, yeah. And honestly, the thing with these discovery kits too, if you buy a discovery kit, the cost of that goes towards a full size. So it's a really nice way to play with fragrances because I don't know about you, but it's hard for me sometimes to shop for fragrances online if I can't have the physical product in, like in front of me. Oh yeah, definitely. Especially if um, there's not many reviews on it or if it's not super mm -hmm. popular being talked about at the moment, it makes it a little bit difficult because I tend to trust influencer reviews on TikTok so much. And I feel like I feel like based on a few reviews, I know if I'll like a scent or not. And yeah. dependent on the person, um, you know, there's so many fragrance influencers that I have like completely different like noses with. Like I will love, you know, gourmand, sweet, overly sweet, fragranced, uh, you know, berries and this and that. And then there's other, you know, people who just can't get their nose around that. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I guess okay, I see that. But I'm very, um, I'm very open when it comes to scent because I do believe that scent is like art and um, art is subjective, but also at the same time, you have to learn how to love and respect each art and know that it came. This is like, you know, it was created by this perfumer. This, you know, it, it's not just some juice poured inside of a bottle. Like I, I, I need to preference that. I need to like get, let people know that as much as possible is that, um, a professional perfumer, someone who put their whole heart and energy inside of this fragrance to be made. It wasn't just like, I don't know if people know that it's, you know, professional perfumers behind each fragrance and not, you know, just a brand. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like fragrance is an art form. One of the people that was speaking at the Fragrance Foundation Awards one year was talking about how it is a silent but significant art form. And you're basically getting a peek inside this perfumer's head, like what was going through their brain as they were coming up with this concept, where they're taking you, what you want to, what they want you to envision. Yeah, definitely. And I love that so much. Oh my gosh. So thank you for saying that. I believe very strongly that fragrance is an art form and that's why we're here. <laughs> yes, yes. So moving on to the next, we have the Discovery set by Rosie Jane. Do you have this in front of you? Yes, I do. Okay. So what are your favorites? I kind of started exploring and Dolce, Dolce became my, Dolce quickly <sighs> became my favorite because she's got vanilla, hinoki wood and nude skin on skin musk. Oh my God. No, Dolce became one of my favorites really, really quickly after probably two days of trying her out. I actually keep her in my mm. um in my closet because this is my perfume room i have like a separate closet for like my clothes i actually keep her in my closet because i've been wearing her so much um i also really enjoy the original rosie i really enjoy that mm -hmm. one as well it smells like coffee creamer in like the best way like a vanilla right. coffee creamer but i that's exactly how I want to smell, so I'm not mad at it. I don't know. Listen, I like the way coffee creamer smells. And to me, it smells like, you know when you walk past an ice cream shop and you're like, whoa, <sighs> suddenly I need a double scoop. That's yes. the smell for me. Like, I've always yeah, wanted like, to smell like that too. <laughs> vanilla bean, like true vanilla mm -hmm. bean. I get that exactly. It's the expensive vanilla bean ice cream with the black dots in it. Like, it is <sighs> luxurious. Yes. Luxurious vanilla bean ice cream, and I'm I'm sorry. Yes. I'm so here for it. Oh, my gosh. I love that. I'm a huge fan of By Rosie Jane. I feel like the clean category in fragrance or the clean category in beauty is something that is such a buzzword right now. And, you know, what does clean actually mean? It's not exactly regulated, but I think... If you want something that create has is created with a non-toxic mindset, Rosie Jane was kind of the first to do it many, many years before. I'm obsessed with your backdrop. For our friends here that are listening on audio, Paul has a beautiful wall of fragrance just sitting behind him. How did you go about building this collection? Um, you know, it started at a really young age. Uh, I started to collect fragrances shortly after uh Nicki Minaj released her first fragrance called Pink Friday. I became yes. like so so obsessed with celebrity fragrances to where my obsession with celebrity fragrances went into like niche fragrances, designer fragrances. So it started at a really really young age. Um and then I would say as I gotten older I became more of a fragrance user versus a collector because it started to get really pricey, really expensive. I couldn't buy as many as I wanted. Um, yeah. So I would buy one for a particular season, use it all of that season, and then go out and buy another fragrance. Um, it wasn't until 
quarantine um 2020 to 2021 is when i you know kind of realized that fragrance is something that i'm more passionate about than ever um and i really really want to build my collection i think building my collection was really tough because financially it wasn't easy fragrances are Mm -hmm. extremely expensive um and then also building a collection of fragrances that i love that was like something that i really wanted as well because you could have a million fragrances but do you love them do you love all of right. them? What definitely helped my collection was buying resale. And I would go ahead and oh, I would okay. buy resale fragrances. And, uh, you know, let's say a fragrance had like 50% juice left. I would like go on all of these resale websites to like try and find it and try and buy it for a cheaper price just so I know I tried it. And I know I could get my hands on mm-hmm. it. It didn't need to be brand new. I think that's one thing that I would love to tell my audience that's watching is like, don't be afraid <laughs> to go out and look for you know, a cheaper alternative for the exact mm-hmm. same fragrance because a resale site may just have it. There's something to be said there about like finding alternative ways to get this fragrance or sampling. Like sometimes fragrance houses will send you the samples for a very little cost and then you'll know whether or not to invest in it. And also, if you have a lot of friends who also like fragrances, like why not do a fragrance swap? You know, oh, yeah. sometimes there are certain things that smell beautiful on my friend, but when I try it, it kind of disappears in two seconds or the composition is off on my skin skin chemistry. So there are so many ways to go about it that don't involve like spending millions of dollars on all of these fragrances. Yes, yes. I mean, you mentioned celebrity fragrances, so I think that's where we got to go next. Like, Let's I, go. I, we just have to. You mentioned Pink Friday was your first celebrity fra- or your first fragrance in the collection, correct? Yeah. First fragrance I ever went out. I saved up my money for weeks on end, oh, begged that. my mom to take me to Macy's. And I remember walking up to the counter and being so nervous. And I was just like, could I please get a Pink Friday perfume? And I took it home. And I sprayed myself with it. I think I made like a YouTube video on it. I know the video is gone forever, but I know I made like a YouTube video on it, kind of like trying it out for the first time. It was really funny. Um, But uh, yeah, Celebrity Fragrance was definitely my introduction to my fragrance journey and my collection. And um, I think it allowed me to have a lot of fun with it. And it also gave me um, it gave me a great excuse to my parents at like such a young age of like, oh, I want to buy this celebrity perfume because I love the celebrity and also because I love the perfume, but you know, um, Nikki having pink Friday, uh, the very first one that she released was such a game changer to me emotionally because after I bought pink Friday, it was like, okay, so now I need to buy Selena Gomez's fragrance and Mm -hmm. I need to buy Paris Hilton's fragrance. And, um, I want to, you know, all of these iconic fragr- Britney Spears' fragrance. I needed to have all of yeah. like the Britney Spears fantasy fragrances, um, which really expanded my um, nose, which helped me expand my nose to appreciate so many other scents as well. So I think that that was like, yeah, Nikki, I could give credit to her for <laughs> allowing me to love fragrance. Yes. We're barbs through and through. Yes. I love that. Can you describe the notes? And I don't have the Nicki Minaj first fragrance in front of me, but I remember it was very gourmand and sweet, but in a very different way that I was used to. Yeah, it was. Um, I know it was star fruit. I know that there were some florals inside of there, but majority it was like a candy, sweet pink fragrance. Like when you think of a pink, sweet candy fragrance, yes. that was like the epitome of Pink Friday by Nicki Minaj. Is there love for Pink Friday to the sequel? Oh, absolutely. She is here. <laughs> and I will definitely say that this is a completely, completely different take than what Pink Friday originally was. Pink Friday was young, playful, sweet, innocent. This is a businesswoman on her way to sign a multi-million dollar deal. She's not playing yes. around. Don't block her way into the subway because she will hit you. If if you do, mm-hmm. she's going to hit you with her purse because she's that elegant. And like I said... It's an elegancy that you get from a celebrity fragrance that always kind of like hits, I don't know, it hits different for me because it's, it's so different. It smells like sun ripe flowers with like so many different floral notes inside of there. This one's not sweet. And I think that that's so different compared to Nikki's other scents and everything else being so sweet from Nikki. This is straight floral, straight elegancy um businesswoman and i love this one so 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 much and i would definitely recommend to check this one out especially if you did like pink friday too although it's very different 
I feel like you'll be able to appreciate it. And it's kind of like I used Pink Friday when I was really young. I've grown mm-hmm. up. This is the grown up version of it. And like this is the mature version of it, which I just love so much. Oh, I love that. It's like a power floral, I guess. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Do you have a business women's special? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this one is not as affordable, but it's Beyonce, and we have to talk about it. C'est noir. Yes, yes, yes. I was able to smell this for the first time when she was on tour last year, um, and they were allowing, when you would first walk through the doors, they would give you test strips to like spray this. So I had a little bit of a test of this early because it was more of the beginning of the tour, and oh my God, this is a honey rose. When I say honey, I don't mean an overly sweet honey. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. like straight from the honeycomb type rose, like a earthy, uh, a, like a straight from the honeycomb type honey and like a earthiness to it, along with the rose being such a beautiful, I'm going to say it either gives me Turkish or Bulgarian rose. Oh my okay. God. It's like. Oh, it, she's fancy. Very fancy. She is a very fancy um, niche type scent. I will say. I love it, and I loved it since the very beginning, but I've read so many mixed reviews on it that kind of make me think that maybe this is not the safest blind buy for some people. Yeah, maybe smell it before you buy it, but I mean, <sighs> the people that get it, you can't please everybody, right? No. And if you were trying to please everybody in terms of perfumery, like everything would smell the same. So Exactly, and it would be too definitely- simple. Mm-hmm. Period. And it's definitely for a certain type of nose that appreciates like that rich, rich honey and like blooming Bulgarian rose. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's um, an inquired taste. But at the same time, I think by the second or third time that you try it, you'll find something that you really, really love about it that will make it stand mm-hmm. out to you to make your nose like kind of addicted to it and want to go back to it. I, that's how I feel yeah. personally. Oh, for sure. What were some of the hardest scents to get? Because you have such an incredible spread behind you. What are some of the hardest scents that you had to get into your collection? Um, I would say one of them being this Winnie the Pooh perfume, which just went really viral on TikTok. It was, oh my God, it was such a struggle to get it. So the perfume was only available in Australia and New Zealand. And I seen it on the website and I was like, okay, I'll probably never be able to get it. Like probably (laughs) not going to happen. And I told my husband and I was like, oh, look at this perfume. I want it so bad. I know I'll never be able to get it. It's impossible to get. Somehow, some way, he decided that he was going to place an order and send it over to a forward in service from the forward in service. It was going to be shipped to me. So it was like from New Zealand to America to Las Vegas. It it was a whole entire thing and it cost like over $200 just for the shipping <laughs> process alone. The fragrance I think was probably like 35 bucks or like 40 bucks That's after hilarious. you convert it. But um, it, it totally cost like $200 to get it shipped out to Vegas. So that was one of the hardest perfumes. But another one, um, this is actually a secret and no one knows this. So we're spilling some okay. tea. Um, <gasps> oh my gosh. The, K- the KFC fragrance was not actually available and sold at the KFC <laughs> store. I know. I know. Oh Nobody get mad at me. I actually caused so much <laughs> destruction. I got so many comments of people saying like, I went to the KFC and this isn't real. Why would you lie? And it wasn't that I lied. <gasps> I wanted good content. And that was such a good point. And I should have made it really clear inside of there. So nobody would go and bother the KFC employees. Um, but that fragrance was actually available inside of France. A nouveau perfume de KFC. Disponible and exclusive in nuestra app. For solo 3.99. Contumeno. And I had a friend who was able to buy a bottle and send it over to me. So that's that kind is of so funny. <laughs> yeah, it is really funny. But um, I feel bad for all the people who went out to KFC and tried Listen, to buy it. Reality TV is scripted to an extent. So <laughs> we'll just say that. <laughs> I love it, reality TV. I'll watch 90 Day Fiance until I die. But exactly. There are things that you know production helped with. Yeah. Yeah. And it was fun. <laughs> it was a funny clip. And I think it was just so funny to add all of that. And I could have done the same thing of just like jump in front of the camera and say, okay, I got mm-hmm. it. And I got it from X, Y, and Z. But it was a fun video. It was a skit. And I think that a lot of people should 
like see that in TikTok a little bit more and realize like when things are skits and when things yeah. may or may not be real. But I mean, my fault. I take accountability <laughs> and I love all of you guys for still watching me. <laughs> Listen, I have to know what Winnie the Pooh and KFC smell like. Like, does oh. it smell like actual chicken? Uh, KFC, no. The KFC one smells okay. like a man's cologne. It kind of smells like Sauvage huh. by Dior, which is interesting. Wow, um, okay. <laughs> I know when you look at it and you see it, it doesn't look like that's what it would smell like. And if anything, I think for the shock value, it should have smelled a little bit like chicken, but they wanted it to smell yeah. like the 11 herbs and spices that they use for the classic chicken batter recipe. Oh so those gosh, herbs hilarious. and spices are inside of the fragrance, but it doesn't give that. Um, the Winnie the Pooh perfume, to me, it smells like such simple sweet honey with vanilla extract but a Ooh. really light powdery version of that. Imagine like you dilute that with water and powder <laughs> and that's what you get. It's like a uh, powdery honey vanilla and it's just so, so beautiful on the skin. It's, it's a really light scent. It's definitely a gourmand honey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That reminds me of something that I would probably go for growing up and like just starting to experiment with fragrances, but also I'd definitely wear that now. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Okay, for our last little smell and react segment, we have a few different fragrances here. I don't know if you've smelled any of them, but they're all available on scentbird.com. And we can go through each one and smell them and see what your reaction is to each yeah. one. Where should Let's we start? Do it. Uh, you could start us off. Let us know. So I'm going to start. I mean, I just like the name of this. Bitch, please. By Confessions of a Rebel. Whew, this one. I've actually tried this one before and I love this so, so oh, much. Okay. Um, the name of it is iconic. Bitch, please. Like, come on. Yeah, it's right? iconic. But this is a creamy, sexy berry scent that just it lingers so long. It will linger on your skin for days. And it's just so to me, it has the best of both worlds of a Santel along mm -hmm. with that kind of baccarat saffron ambergris note to give you like a mixture of maybe like a santel saffron in a way okay um, yes oh my god i love love this one so so much what do you think of it i love it i smell the berries immediately it's like a raspberry panna cotta at first <sighs> and then like you said it kind of gets a little bit more santal and deeper it's like a really expensive Raspberry panna cotta and like the nicest hotel you've ever been to. Oh, definitely. Sign me up and take me there because that's where I want to <laughs> right? go. Okay, right? Oh, so okay. good. Yeah, no, I really, I really enjoy this one. Bitch, please is so good. And it's so, it's just sassy. You kind of know that you're getting a bit of sass before you even spray it based on the name. Exactly. And I love. <laughs> I mean, don't we all? Okay, so the next one I have for you, kind of in a similar vein, Cherry Punk by Room 1015. Have you smelled this Ooh, one? I haven't. This has been on my to-try list for the longest time when um, when I was creating my cherry fragrance. Mm -hmm. I actually was meant to try this one out to see how this one is. Um, I'm really excited to give this one a try. Ooh, that that's really different than what I thought it was going to mm -hmm. be. It's like a smoky, like a super smoky cherry, kind of like more smoky than lost cherry but not as smoky as um tom just made another is it called cherry smoke i feel like tom's fragrances always have like the wittiest names and i know smell amazing um, but this one's good cherry no, punk good. i think is a fitting name for this though yeah you get like a leather inside of here which is mm -hmm. like a cherry leather which is so beautiful um it kind of smells like to me it smells like a drunk night out on the town i don't know okay That's period it's like Debbie Harry in a leather jacket. Yes, yes. No, this is good. I really, really enjoy this. I'm usually, uh, I'm used to pretty sweet and sugary cherries, but I would mm -hmm. say this is probably like the one cherry that I've probably never really tried before. Like such a smoky, smoky cherry, but like still in a sweet way. I, I'm kind of, I don't know. I'm really happy with this one. I'm thinking my surprise. Oh, yes. She's cherry after a night out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to mix this one. This is pretty good. Oh, I can't wait to see how you mix it, too. Okay, so the next one I have for you is Malayan Tiger by Sanctuary. Okay, I have her here. Ooh. Let's go ahead and give this one a good old squirt. Ooh, that's powdery and soft. That's really soft. It's like a your skin but better, but like a white floral. Is that, mm -hmm. is that gardenia? 
It's definitely a white flower. Mm-hmm. It's a white flower. That's really pretty. That This is really, really pretty. If you like white florals, you'll like this one. But if you don't, then, you know, that's up to you. But yeah, definitely. I do like the whole ethos behind this brand because they basically take these fragrances from they take inspiration from these endangered animals. Like the Malayan tiger is unfortunately endangered. The perfumers are taking inspiration from their environments. And a proceed of the purchase goes back to charities and different organizations that are working to preserve their habitats and save these animals. Oh, oh my God. No, that just touched such a piece of my heart. Oh my God. That is so special and like so unique. I love that so much. Yeah. And I feel like you might like the red panda one. It's very playful. I've tried that one. It's like black currant and very playful Ooh. and fun and very, Ooh. I mean, a little bit gourmand in the way that we like it. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, I'll definitely keep an eye out for this brand. I'm actually, I love what I love that they stand for that. That is so amazing and so real. I love it. So last but certainly not least, we have Toka's Lucia. Ooh, I really enjoyed this one as well. Um, I purchased a full size bottle of this because oh. I was like, oh yeah, this is like, oh, it's a spicy floral. I know mm -hmm. it's crazy. It's a spicy floral, a spicy rose. I love that. I haven't oh smelled this one. So this is so new to me. I feel like it's so I mean, unique. Lucia, right? It, it yeah. really is a spicy floral. Like you said, what notes are coming through for you? I, ooh, that's actually a really good question because when I first smell it, like I said, spicy floral. So I almost get like a spice and I want to, I don't want to say white florals, but I, I'm going to assume that there is white florals inside of here. Like I'm going to mm -hmm. assume that there is white florals inside of here. Um, what I like about this house is that they're all very elegant fragrances. And I think that that's something that we kind of take, um, that, I think that's something that we should all kind of look into is an elegant fragrance for an elegant time, maybe an elegant mm -hmm. dinner, an elegant meeting, um, or in total. And I just feel like this is so it's a floral, but a unique floral and it's a spicy floral. So I don't know, you kind of get like the best of both worlds inside of it. Definitely a spicy floral. I'm wondering if there's like geranium in it because that's kind of a spicier rose mm -hmm. to me, but yeah, she's like white Lotus at night. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and I love that. I love that so much. So Paul, I mean, I guess this is our closing segment. I wish it wasn't. I want to hang out with you all day. I feel like nowadays, so many people want to be, they want to follow in your footsteps and be content creators and as self-expressive as you are. And you mean a lot to a lot of people who are watching your videos and seeing you just authentically be yourself. And you care so much about the content you're producing, it's very clear. And I'd love to take you on a little trip down memory lane, if that's okay. And we can watch some of the early videos that kind of put you on the map. Oh, absolutely. Okay? I, I feel like I haven't done this in a minute, so that'll be fun. Definitely. So we're going to kick things off with the Bath and Body Works sale video, the now famous one. <laughs> Y'all, I'm not lying to you. Come to your local Bath & Body Works. It's all 75% off. This mini is originally $7.50. Look at that. $1.88. 50% off all soaps. 75 off of body care. And the best, 75 off of candles. And you got a selection, bitch. You could choose which ones you want. And I was so mad because they didn't have any winter candy apple soap, bitch. I just didn't recognize the bottle. Girl, Still I just love found my candy apple. candles, 75% off. And there's three of them. And I got all three ho. Girl, it barely even fits in my trunk. We got this whole bag, this whole bag, and this whole bag. The candles were $6.16. The body sprays and body washes were $5. Girl, it was it was crazy. Bitch, my total was $86.99, and I saved $198. What? And I got 22 items. That's insane. <laughs> oh. They lost money on you, Paul. <laughs> oh, God. That was, um, yeah, that was the beginning of like my whole content creation, Bath and Body Works, love, you know, era. And I, whew, that's a my annual sell, girl. They get it every time. I mean, if you're getting a 5 and $6 candle for the tree wicks, that's mm -hmm. a pretty good deal. That's fantastic. Yeah. For a three wick? Oh, Please. Come on. Come on. And you seen like 80 cents. There was like 80 cent options. Where is there like 80 cent options? Now, also, this was given like three and a half years ago so mm -hmm. the like the sales nowadays of course like they obviously have changed and this was like in the mid of quarantine there yeah. was like 
technically we wasn't allowed to leave in Los Angeles. The mall that was right next to me, they were like, yeah, just as long as you have a mask, you're fine. Um, and this was like our only out and like going to Bath and Body Works is like the equivalent of like, you know, going to like the coolest restaurant back in like, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, not being able to leave the house. And the only time we leave the house was to go to Bath and Body Works. That was like, mm-hmm. that was it. And I, I remember the day I made this video, the next day I went back to Bath and Body Works and the girls there stopped me and she were like she was like oh my god are you the guy who made the video yesterday and i was like uh yeah and she was like oh my god i knew it was you from our store blah 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 and that was like the first time i ever ever got noticed or recognized because of my content and it um it was really funny it was really funny but yeah that video is iconic i still love the semi-annual so i've actually done like four videos of the exact same thing basically after that like an annual semi-annual sale video i love to do those so much oh that's awesome so next up there's the clip of you appearing on jimmy kimmel with a miley stitch (laughs) (laughs) so someone from jimmy kimmel's team asked me if i wanted to be on the show with miley cyrus and um what the fuck (laughs) that just got sent to me Okay, let's open it. Oh, wow. Ooh, this is fancy. There's a second layer, too. So I have it set up. It turns on. <laughs> so I have it set up. I just got off the little Zoom chat with them. Oh, my God. So I got all my Miley stuff. Yes, this is a pillowcase from 2013. Yes, this happened. is an ashtray of when I met her. This is all set up. I don't know how this happened, but I guess I'm going to be on national television at 6 o'clock. Oh, I got my Miley Cyrus shirt on, my bangers necklace on. It looked dusty as fuck, but whatever. No, I, um, that was a really, really fun experience. It was something that happened so out of the blue and so random. It was just as random as the video was. I got a DM on Twitter one day asking if I would want to be a part of the Jimmy Kimmel experience with another Miley fan. I said, yes, the day came, uh, the day came around and they told me that day, like, as I was on the Zoom oh chat gosh. with them, that I would actually be speaking with Miley. They didn't tell me I was going to speak with Miley from the beginning. Um, I was really nervous before starting. I decided to give myself some herbal refreshments, hoping that it would make yes. me less anxious <laughs> and make me more calm. And it ended up making me lose my mind. And it was like so bad. I actually got so much hate online from me doing the trivia and like how bad I messed up compared to like how other people would have like crushed it. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> that that's very, very funny. I actually met Miley a few months after that happened. And I told her, I was like, hey, I was on Jimmy Kimmel, but I just want to say I love you. And she was like, yes, I remember you. You that you flopped. And I was like, not Miley telling me I flopped. I, I was know, like, that's but... iconic. Uh, but yeah, no, that but was like such. she remembered you. <laughs> yes, that was such a fun experience. That's so cool. And I could feel just like your excitement through the screen. My face like hurt from laughing so hard at that. Oh my God. No, I, the excitement, nerves. I said that that may or may not be the last time I do like a public live television like that because it was so bad, but we'll see. Maybe we'll do it again. Maybe I'll dabble more into it in the future. Listen, it was your first time. Whatever. It's fine. It only goes, it's only uphill from here. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. We could only get better. Yes. Okay. And to close things out, we have you perfume shopping at TJ Maxx. Maxinista. Ooh, Ooh, yes. I've been a Maxinista. Yes. Go perfume hunting at TJ Maxx. Main goal was the perfume counter. So I knew where I was looking. I knew where I was going. I found it. I love this English laundry perfume. I was so gagged when I seen Latte Coco there. And also Dolce & Gabbana, the one for $45. Hello. I also had the vaccine. I was tempted <laughs> to get this Jimmy Choo perfume set. Like, it was cute. And I ran into my enemy. Let me press this button for assistance because I finally found what I wanted. It's this legit set. It has Latte Coco in there. For $15, I was not going to let this baby go. I also found these Van Cleef dupe necklaces. Kind of cute. As I was exiting, I was like, oh my God, they have Truly Beauty here. No, it's a scam. <laughs> so yeah, roughly around 17 bucks. oh my god that was um so that was in may of 2022 and that was before my tiktok career technically blew up and i started to get more followers and gain more tension um and watching those videos make me like so emotional and like so grateful for what i have now because like i just remember 
literally that day of filming being like so sad but like still wanting to make some sort of video and like i don't know i it was a lack of motivation and um looking at that makes me think like oh my god it really has been like so many years and so long since i started this and it's crazy to think like i'm still here and you know this is something speaking in front of a camera about perfume was something that i would do when i was you know 10 to like 13 years old i had a whole youtube channel just for fragrances uh beauty lush bath and body works so to be here almost 12 years later doing the exact same thing it's like kind of kind of crazy and really full circle like it, that's definitely like the definition of full circle because like it fully met mm -hmm. all the way around um but yeah, those videos, it's 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 fun to see those. And it's really cute because I know I was so nervous filming those videos. And I was just hoping that one day I'll go big and it'll be big and grand. And I never thought it would be where I am today. And I'm just, I'm very grateful. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like a proud mom watching these videos back and seeing how <sighs> far you've come. And now you have your own fragrance. <laughs> I know, I know. It's been, it's been absolutely crazy. And I'm just so grateful for everyone who's been on the ride with me and including Sempered because Sempered was one of the first brands that I worked with ever, like actually oh, worked really? with. So I think that it's just, um, you know, being recognized by you literally <laughs> you was something that put me um that put me in some like strong battle shoes that allowed me to just continue to go forward and said if i could be seen by you know this company that i've grew up loving and using and you know i've had a separate subscription since i was so young i remember watching it on youtube and literally oh freaking out seeing like people's monthly subscriptions come in the mail and i was like oh my god i need it so being recognized by you guys and having um a relationship with you guys also gave me so much confidence and like gave me so much of like yeah i could do this too like yeah this is real like i could actually do this so um yeah special massive thanks to Sem uh to Sempered as well oh my gosh i could cry we love you paul this was the best ever thank you so much for taking the time and yeah for being so generous with your story i had the best time speaking with you Thank you so much. No, I had such a good time speaking with you too. This was so much fun. Such an honor to be on such an iconic and legendary podcast. Like oh my, God, my <laughs> I'm, I'm so, so thankful. Thank you guys so much. You've been listening to Scent World. For more unfiltered conversations with perfumers, visionaries, and fragrance lovers, follow Scent World wherever you get your podcasts. Scent World is a Scentbird original series produced by Flowship. Today's episode was executive produced by Maria Nurislamova, produced by Mike Giordani, edited by Ramiro Gava, mixed by Alex Roses, production support by Peely Melendez. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. <laughs>